Welcome back to the Unashamed Truth Podcast, where we aim to help you understand and embrace God-centered theology. In today's episode, Grant Castleberry begins reflecting on the beauty of salvation from the Apostle Paul's words in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. This text of scripture is a cornerstone of the Christian faith, exploring themes of justification, peace, suffering, and God's love. Let's listen to Grant as he opens the Word of God for us. I'm going to read verses 1 to 8 of Romans 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we also have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Let me tell you what this text is about, really in a nutshell. Uh, when I was growing up as a kid, my grandma Castleberry, Phyllis Castleberry, was a great writer. She was just kind of a kind of a harebrained personality. You know, she would she would forget her her purse everywhere. She's the type of person that would, you know, show up back when it was expensive to talk on car phones, and she would talk to you for an hour in the driveway while you're in, while you're inside. She was she was that type of person, and but she was a really creativity type artsy person and she was a brilliant writer and so we bought her a Dell computer a Dell computer so that way she could take her writing and she could type it out and put it all into to print and that would expedite her writing endeavors well there was just one problem she didn't know how to use it she didn't know how to use it so I remember one time I I was there in Lake Jackson with her, we sat down at the computer and I said, Grandma, I'm going to teach you how to use this computer so you can write your stories. And I said, see that button right there on the front of the computer? What you're going to do is you're going to press that button. That's the power button. And then the computer will turn on. And she said, write that down. (laughs) Write that down. Okay. Write that down. Then the computer comes on. I said, see that little micro, that little W, that's Microsoft Word. You're going to double click on that. She said, write that down. Well, needless to say, she never really learned how to use the computer. But yet, all of that power, all of, that, all of those tools were right there at her disposal, and she never really knew how to use them, never really figured it out. Well, what Romans chapter 5 is about... And what Paul is talking about is he wants the Roman Christians to know the blessings that they have been given in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there are certain things that you need to know here in the mind 
in order for you to live the Christian life the way that you are supposed to. There are certain truths that you must imbibe, you must master in order for you to grow and develop as a Christian. And one of my concerns about the Christianity today is it's all so superficial. It's so superficial that so many Christians don't know, and I'm going to use a fancy word here, the doctrines of the Christian faith. But it's these doctrines that build the foundation of your experience. It's like knowing how to turn on that computer, knowing what to click. You got to know this stuff inside and out. So that way, the experience of your Christian life can be built upon it. And so many Christians just don't know the truth of Christianity, the basic things. And as Paul told the Corinthians, they're still drinking spiritual milk when they should be eating solid food. So this morning, I want you to pay attention to the truth because these things, if you are in Christ, if you're a Christian, what Paul says here, they are true about you, but you must know them. You must know it in your mind. So put on your thinking caps. Let's look here at Romans 5, 1 to 8. Look at that first verse Verse one, that word therefore, of course, when you see that, you have to ask what's the therefore, therefore. Paul says, since we have been justified by faith. Notice that fancy word justified. It's the Greek word dikaio. And this is really important, but it speaks to a legal declaration that a judge gives that you are innocent or that you are righteous. And this is really synonymous with being saved or your salvation or how you become a Christian. And notice what Paul says. He says, since we have been justified by what? Faith. Faith. It's faith in Christ that justifies. That's what saves. How many of you heard from an evangelist or a youth rally or something growing up that what you need to do to become a Christian is to invite Jesus into your heart. Have you ever heard that before? I've got news for you. That's not how you become a Christian. Nowhere in the New Testament does it say that you become a Christian by inviting Jesus into your heart. Where people get that is Revelation 3.20, where Jesus says to the church at Laodicea, you know, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone will open up to me, behold, I will come into him and we will dine with him and, and we will have fellowship together. That's written to Christians. That's written to a Christian church. It is true that Christ comes to dwell in the heart of the believer. That's true. But that is the result of salvation, not how one enters salvation. The way that you are saved is by repenting of your sins and trusting Christ in faith as Lord and Savior. That is justification. That's what Paul's talking about. Now, here's, here's the issue. Here's the issue. If justification is a legal standing before God and a declaration of righteousness. Is anyone righteous legitimately? Is anyone righteous? No, we are not. And that's what Paul has fleshed out in the previous chapters. Romans 3.10, Paul says, there is none righteous, no, not one. 
Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The message of the Bible is not that Christ came to save good people. The message of the Bible is that we are all bad people in need of salvation. Have you ever heard that question, why do bad things happen to good people? It's the wrong question. It's only happened once and he volunteered for it. There's only one who is righteous, only one. And because of our sin, what we deserve is the judgment of God, not the love of God. We deserve damnation and the wrath of God. And that's what is taking place at the cross. That's why salvation is only in Christ alone. Romans 3.25 says, God put forward Christ as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. Now, propitiation is an old English word. It's a, it's a doctrinal word, but it means a substitute for a punishment. God put forward his own son, the righteous one, as the sin punishment for sinners. That's what theologically was happening at the cross, is God the Father was pouring out the judgment that would take forever for you to pay in hell. He was pouring that judgment out on the Son. The wrath of God on the Son. Writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews 9.12, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. So Christ poured out his blood and the blood represents life. His life was given for your life. His death for your death. His blood for your blood. So the key, and this is the way that you become a Christian. Paul puts it very simply, jot down this verse, Romans 4, 5. He says, to the one who does not work, but believes in him, who justifies the ungodly. His faith is counted as righteousness. His faith is counted as righteousness. Paul says in Romans 10, 9, that if you call upon the name of the Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 5 not only offers theological insights, but also provides practical guidance for our daily walk of faith. The journey from understanding our justification by faith to recognizing the role of suffering in developing our character and ultimately grasping the magnitude of God's love. We will examine all of these in the weeks to come. Thank you for joining us today for the Unashamed Truth podcast with Grant Castleberry. Grant is the senior pastor of Capital Community Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. Find out more about Unashamed Truth by visiting our website, unashamedtruth.org. We are seeking to expand this ministry to radio markets and media platforms that will make the truth of God-centered Christianity even more accessible. If you have benefited from this broadcast, would you prayerfully consider giving to support the advance of the message? In order to give, please visit our website, unashamedtruth.org. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you will never miss an episode. Until next time, it is our prayer that you continue in your journey to understand and embrace God-centered theology.